that it says I can be in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. If you would remain standing for the reading of today's scripture, I would appreciate that. It starts in 2 Samuel 2015, and it reads this way. All of the troops with Joab came and besieged Sheba and Abel Beth Makkah. They built a siege ramp up to the city, and it stood against the outer fortifications. While they were battering the wall to bring it down, a wise woman called from the city. Listen, listen, tell Joab to come here so I can speak to him. He went forward to her and asked, and she asked, are you Joab? I am, he answered. She said, listen to what your servant has to say. I'm listening, he said. She continued, long ago they used to say, get your answer at Abel. And that settled it. We are a peaceful and faithful in Israel. You are trying to destroy a city that is a mother in Israel. Why do you want to swallow up the Lord's inheritance? Far be it from me, Joab replied, far be it from me to swallow up or to destroy. That is not the case. A man named Sheba, son of Bakri, from the hill country of Ephraim, has lifted up his hand against the king, against David. Hand over this one man, and I'll withdraw from the city. And I'll conclude with 2 Samuel 20, the B clause of uh, 21st verse, and it reads, the woman said to Joab, his head will be thrown to you from the wall. <laughs> that concludes the reading of the word. Before you sit down, I need you to help me preach today's message. The sermon push, the Mother's Day remix. Ha. Let us pray. Dear God, have your way. Minister to those who are online and to those of us who are here in this holy sanctuary. Let us feel your presence, Lord. Transform the place where we are into your holy sanctuary. Let us feel your spirit speak to our hearts, touch us us, set us free through this message that you penned for your people on this day. It's in Jesus' name that we, your children, say amen. And as you take your seats, lay hands on yourself. Don't touch anybody else now. We're still in the middle of COVID. Lay hands on yourself and say, push. Mm. Wave at your neighbor as you take your seat and say, pray until something happens. Pray until so. Thank you. You can have your seats. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. Pastor Todd is the senior pastor of International Community Church in Frederick, Maryland. He is my pastor. Sister Melissa is my first lady. And I want to thank them for the message, the series that they have been presenting called Preserving Our Holy Heritage. And I told... Uh, Brother Pastor Shelton, he was all in my sermon when he was up here. Maria, she prayed every prayer. The children sang every song. So 
I, I could really say amen right now, but I, I, I spent some time preparing, so I'm, I'm gonna stay a minute. But, but they ministered, and that's how the Holy Ghost will work. I didn't call them and say, you know, sing this song, do this. The Spirit of God is at work, so I wanna thank them for that, amen. You can give a hand clap of praise. That makes the preacher go faster. So when y'all say amen, oh, it just gives me to go a little faster, all right. So as Shelton was, Brother um, Alexander was saying, Pastor Alexander was saying that, Alexander was saying some people are celebrating. And as I prayed, I asked the Lord, Father, how are we gonna do this thing? There are people who are celebrating. There are people who are gonna leave this place and go to a restaurant with their family. They're gonna Zoom, they're gonna enjoy. And then there are people who are, it's a hard day. It's, it's a struggle. They've lost someone. There's, there's pain. There's hurt. There's, they're barely making it. They're grieving. They're tired. They're broken. They're toe up from the flow up. It is a tough day for some people. So, Lord, what are we going to do? And he said, share with the people that whenever it gets difficult to push. Amen. Not in a worldly way. Because you know them ones that want something to pop off. You know, you push them and you know, it's, it's, it's about to be on. You push. No, we're going to push in the spirit. Amen? Amen. So as I honor my mother, the women in my family who modeled how to pray until something happened, I want to thank God for this opportunity. And now I understand, but at the time when I was younger, the Bible says, when you're young, you do childish things, but when you get older, you put childish things away. But when I was young, I was childish. I didn't know, I didn't understand. Brother Shelton was explaining that when he was growing up, certain things were happening, and, and the washboards and, and all of that that was being poured into him. Some people have that memory, and I thank God for that. I had praying grandmothers. My mother prayed. My bonus mama, she's still praying. We have people who are just praying a covering for the young people and old people and the people in between because we need prayer. We need to be covered. They prayed for me when I didn't understand that I needed to pray for myself. So I thank God for mothers of the church Mothers who took you in, they didn't give birth to you. They just wanted to make sure you were covered. You were talking in church. They were, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. No, 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 And they had a peppermint, too. The peppermint that, you know, they pull out their pocket and they give it to you because, you, you know, you need to be occupied. And uh, it just calmed you down. You know, scientists say the peppermint, the mothers knew. The mothers knew. And that's the legacy that as Pastor Todd was preaching that I thought about. That's the legacy that my family shared with me. But it wasn't just me. They shared with my friends. Because my friends were like, okay, you can't, you can't go to the club? You can't? What? Like, what, you going where? Uh, and I had to understand that at a very young age, I was drugged. I was drugged to church. I was drugged to prayer meeting. I was drugged to Bible study. Oh, anybody else been drugged? by the women, drugged, not with pharmaceuticals, let's get that straight, with the Holy Ghost. We were in church like it was nobody business. Oh, 
But my friends, they were like, yeah, what is that about? But they were covered too. So I thank God for people like Mother Wallace, who's online, who's a mother of the church, who's yet praying. You may not know her, but that's a praying woman. And she prays. She's one of the anchors in our church. People like Mother Doris Bird. She's a, she's a praying woman. We have praying mothers. Because someone may say, that's not my story. I didn't grow up where my mother prayed. It was different. I didn't grow up that way. But we have praying mothers today. Amen? Amen. And you have access. But when, when I was young, I didn't understand because I wanted, I wanted to be at the party, I, you know, because everybody was at the, at the party and I, I was at church. So when they came to school, I pretended like I was there, but uh, I lived through them because <laughs> I, was, I was, when they were singing Jesus on the main line, I'm like, oh, that's my song. That's my song. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't have all the other experiences that they had, and I couldn't understand it. And I didn't understand why they didn't understand, because I knew they were really into music as well. Music was my thing. They loved, like, James Brown, right? And I, I, I couldn't understand why they didn't understand music and wanted to be out there, because, you know, James Brown was an entertainer. So they should have understood that he would do the original, he'd do his song, and then if you went to the concert, it would be the remix, and he'd put a little something extra in it. And then right before he was leaving, and he was going out, and, you, and the curtain was coming down, that brother would turn around, and there was an encore. And he would come back, and he would do his thing. And that, I couldn't understand why they didn't Understand why I wanted to be where the music was. And then when he was finished, it was the mic drop. He dropped that mic, it was all over the crowd. Go, I wanted that. I didn't want to be in church. I wanted to be at the show. Now, James Brown might not be your thing, but think about your favorite artist. Who did you want to be in the company of? Was it, was it Johnny Cash? I love Johnny Cash. Was it Elvis? Was it Bruce Springsteen? How about Journey? My friends love death metal. Music, good music. Um, wait a minute, maybe I'll call yours. Her, where the young people at? Her, Ariana Grande. Uh, let me see. Uh, how about the people who like the K-pop with the uh, BTS? But then there's a, you know, old school uh, earth, wind, and fire, the elements. Uh, oh, there it is, there it is, I, it's in the house. There it is, there it is. How about EU? Bill Withers, the temptation, oh, there it is, the temptations. Grandmaster Flash, and the, okay, I, I, music, that was my thing, and I wanted to be a part of it. But I had a praying grandmother, and she made sure that I had an anchor in the word of God. But I wanted that life, I wanted that freedom. How many of you know that freedom is not free? Somebody paid. My praying mothers, they paid the price so that I could do what I needed to do. They it showed an example of how to push, how to pray until something happens. They had a network. <laughs> 
and they would contact the other mothers and the other people and they would pray. That's what Pastor stretched me with with this series. That's what I want you to go back online. You can see the series. Think about the legacy that you will leave. Amen? That brings us to today's text. Let's see what happens when you have a woman with a network, a legacy, a heritage, a prayer. What happens when trouble comes and when choices need to be made? Amen? Go ahead and say, uh, Sister Chubb, what happens? Well, I'm glad you asked. In today's scripture, we meet three people. Sheba. Sheba, the scripture says, is a troublemaker. Have you ever met a troublemaker who didn't look like a troublemaker? That brother smelled good. And the sister, she, she, she looked good, but her soul, she was a troublemaker. She didn't line up, or he didn't line up with the prayers of your church mothers, of your mothers, of the women in your family, the people who were praying. But they were a troublemaker, but they, but they looked good. And I want that. Troublemakers. That was Sheba. Sheba was raising holy, can I say H-E double hockey sticks in the context of heaven and hell? He was raising holy havoc. That was Sheba. He was a bad boy. Bad, not, not Michael Jackson bad. He was, he was like really bad, like evil bad. That was Sheba. He was, there was no good thing in him. The church mothers would say, he's the one that's going to bust hell wide open. That was Sheba. I understood it that way. So Sheba was living foul, and he didn't care. He didn't want to repent. He was doing his own thing. He got in a situation that caused him to be on the run, and he ran into the city. But not just Sheba. Sheba took some of his boys with him. So it wasn't just one bad boy. He took his bad boy, bad boy, what you gonna do? He took his whole crew with him. So now he's in the city. Now Joab, you gotta understand who Joab is. Joab is the king's right-hand man. Joab was a military commander. He's gonna do what's right. He's gonna do what the law says. He is going to do what is holy. And if the king says it and it's written, that's going to be done. Anybody have any Joabs in, in your family? Any women who stood for what was right, what was holy? It wasn't going down the wrong way. They were going to stand guard. Oh, do I have? Hallelujah. Yes, that was Joab. And then there was a woman, a mother from the city of Abel Beth Makkah. Abel Beth Makkah is a city, the city that Sheba ran into after he did his dirt. He wouldn't submit to authority, he was destructive, and he ran into her city. Hmm. The king couldn't allow that foolishness to go forward. He had to handle the kingdom business. So he sent the enforcer, he sent Joab, to go handle it. So when you need an enforcer, even when you out there, hey, oh, that, that's what I was doing when I was in college. Hey, when, you, when I got in trouble, I knew where to go. I knew 
that I had praying women. I knew because they showed me. So even though I wasn't acting the way that I was created to be, I knew right from wrong. Now I chose wrong, but I knew. And for all the people who says sin, it's, it's, it's gonna hurt you, it is, it will kill you. The devil is here to kill and to destroy you. No good thing, let's get that straight. But it looks good. So he's not gonna come looking red with some horns and ugly, that brother gonna be fine. That sister is gonna be popping and lacking and you wanna, no, 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 no. Check the tag. Check a heart, check his heart. Does it line up with what you were taught? But you know, I was, I was in school, I wasn't, I wasn't checking no tags. Now this is BC, BC, before Chubb. BC, all right, it's BC. All right, all right, I, I need y'all to know that because we on the internet, and I, I, you know, the internet, it goes on forever and ever, it was, it was BC. So, Abel Beth Makah was a city that he ran into, and Joab went to find Sheba and his crew. So 2 Samuel 20, 15 is where today's text begins. We read that Joab and his army are battering rams against the city wall. Hmm. And it says that while, you see that word while? While that was happening, while the walls were being battered, battered in the middle of the chaos, we hear the voice of a wise woman who is a protector, a coverer, a mother, a watchman. The scripture records this mother asking the king's soldiers, the ones who were, had the battering ram up against her fortifications, up against the things that belonged to her, the scripture says, she yells down and says, bruh, bruh, what, what, what was it? Listen, but you know, I have to interpret it the way, you know, the kids. Bruh, what you, what you, what you doing? No, this is what you need to do. Go get Joab. Tell Joab to come here. And as I read it, I could hear the praying mothers Go tell Joab, I said. Now, you know when they said the I said, they weren't playing. Go tell Joab, I said, come here. Mm, guess what happened? He came. That's what the scripture says. He came. That mother wanted to speak to him. This highest ranking official and this no-named woman, because we don't know her name, it just says that she was a wise woman in the city of Abel Beth Makad. The scripture doesn't even tell us her name. And she is commanding that a commanding officer of the king, the king's right-hand man to come, and he came? Tell me that ain't Holy Ghost power. Come on now. She had the power to call and he came. Hmm, this woman, this woman who was a mother of the city, she was controlling the narrative. She was getting answers. She was the one getting facts and details from the source. When she said, come here, she meant that thing. 
So when she says, uh, who you going with? Where y'all going? What time? No, 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 I need them to come to the house because I need to see who you, mom, really? Yes, really. Have them come. I need to know where you going, who you rolling with. Oh, we just, mm -mm, I, I, no, I'm getting it from the source. Bring them to the house. So I can give them a drink of cool water and lift their fingerprints and send it to my brother so he can run it through. Um, no, wait a minute, I'm sorry. All right. So first she checks to make sure she's speaking to the one in authority, the one over the current situation. She says, are you Joab? Because she wasn't going to waste her time talking to somebody who could not get it done. Don't waste your time. Go to the source. Go to the king. Get your answer there. She knew that she could talk and could only talk to the one in power because that's the only one who could do something. Can I get an amen? Yes. Then she tells him what to do. Oh, I love it. She says, listen. And guess what he said? I'm listening. Oh, that's Holy Ghost power. Yes. So in 2 Samuel 20, 18 and 19, the writer of the sacred text records this wise woman's words to the commander of the king's army. We learn from her that there is a history, a legacy, an inheritance that has been established through God. Hmm. And that legacy was under attack. And she wanted to know why. She demonstrated the power of seeking the truth. Seek the truth. It will set you free. It will make you free. Seek the truth. That's what the scripture is sharing. It was there at that moment when she's addressing the top officials that she shares who she is. Just in case he didn't know. She says, I'm a mother. Why, why are you trying to do this? She reminds him of her legacy. I saw that growing up. I saw praying women who prayed and they pushed in prayer. They knew who they were and as I listened, I learned who I was. Even though I wasn't there yet, repeatedly the legacy of who we are and who we serve blessed me and grew me and stretched me. Now at the moment, I was thinking, come on, come on, come on, wrap this prayer up. I'm ready to go. But they would pray. And they would pray them, you said prayers. You said I'm forgiven. You said I'm healed. You said I'm delivered. You said I'm set free. You said I am a lender and not a borrower. You said them, you said prayers. Anybody know about them, you said prayers? Yes, they prayed those. And then they prayed those prayers of remembrance. You are my advocate. You are my high priest. You are the bread of life. You are my alpha and you are my omega. They would pray and they would say, you are my mediator. You are the finisher of my faith and the author of my faith. You are a father to the fatherless. You are a mother to the motherless. You are king of kings and lord of lords. You are the truth, the life. You are the way. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Oh, they would pray the prayer. 
Anybody had a praying mother, church mother, grandmother, auntie, neighbor? Yes, that's what the prayer warriors did, even when I didn't understand it. It's in Joab's response that we learn that, and the wise woman learns, because she didn't know what was going on, but she was finding out. She finds out that the attack on her city, the attack against what was given to her by God was because there was a hellraiser up in the camp. Hmm, have you ever been in the presence of a mama who have identified there was something up in there that wasn't right? Oh boy, hmm. And so his response was, it's not me, wasn't me, wasn't me, wasn't me. Sheba is in your city. If you hand over this one man, you won't have any problems with me. Hand him over, and we will withdraw from the city. 2 Samuel 20, 21, the B clause says, she said to him, his head will be thrown to you from the wall. We had praying mamas who said holiness is right. Holiness is right and somebody wrong. Holiness is right. They were going to stand for what was right, even if it was their own children. We couldn't get anything past the mothers. Now, I know there's some people who, you know, there's a standard for Johnny. They're Johnny and Susie. And then there's a, no, 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 no. That's not the family I come from. There is a standard. And we had to live up to that standard because we wouldn't be with them always. And we had to learn how to do this thing called life on this side of glory. We weren't going to be with them. And they had to teach us and they had to train us. So this godly woman had a situation that was threatening her legacy, her history that God had originally blessed her with. And she wanted to make sure that the original plan was followed. The original plan. But then the story goes on to say, the account goes on to say, that an outside influencer, and I picked that word influencer, because on the internet, we got people that say they're what? Influencers, guess what? You're an influencer. Young people, you are the influencer. They don't get to decide our standards. They don't get to decide who we are. The word of God says who we are. You are the influencer. So go ahead and put next to your name, hashtag influencer. Yes, 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 that's me. That's you. Because that's what the word of God says. So this outside influencer snuck in and tried to do the remix. Try to get the original plan that God said and remix it. Did God really say that? That's in Genesis. Did God really say? Yes, he did. Because you got to know scripture. So let's not get it twisted. The remix from an outside influencer, that's not what we're going for. We get the original, and then we get to put on top our flavor. So whatever your genre, it doesn't matter, but as long as it lines up with the word, 
Amen? It has to, he has to, she has to, the group have to, who you rolling with, they have to line up with the word. We have to know when we stray from the original plan. Now, sometimes we choose, I know this is right, I know this is wrong, I'm going to go with wrong. Okay, that's your choice. That's what you're choosing. But you can't choose unaware. You have to know. Amen? So when he looked good, and she look good, and they have no word, no, they, they not trying to know Jesus, they not, they, okay, I'm going to go to my notes and move on. Um, no, I'm going to make that point. They're not the one, boo-boo. They ain't the one. Do and be the influencer. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, there is a standard. There is a standard in the book, the infallible word of God. And then the encore, when she stands and when the curtain is about to go down and it seems like the end is near and the attack is, is, is heated and the sound of destruction is there, but before the end, before the curtain goes down, we hear her say something that had to be addressed. She had to address the sin. She calls right, right, and wrong, wrong. It has to be addressed. She activates her network. Just like my mother, my great aunts, my church mothers, no matter where I was, I was covered. They could activate a network like it was nobody's business. If I was in Canada, when I went to Japan, when I was in Jamaica, when I was in Sweden and Finland and Mexico and Tanzania, when I was up north in Rochester, New York, Batavia, Brockport, I was down south in Oklahoma, Florida. It didn't matter when I was out west at the University of California, when I was here at Morgan State University and Johns Hopkins, it didn't matter. They had a network that could push. If I called and said, that's all I had to say. They said, what, what's the name? What's the name? What's the name? What, what, what am I praying for? All I had to do was breathe. They were praying people. So this woman shows us that you can take it to the authority, to Jesus, the ultimate example of the originator taking what we have that can take that thing and make it right. The encore is Jesus. He comes in, the curtain's about to go down, but Jesus is the one who comes in and the curtain got to go back up. Jesus is the one who's going to make it all right. Jesus is the one that they call. Jesus is the one who's going to fix it. Jesus fix it like you said you would. Jesus is the encore. Hmm, but here's the mic drop, and they're going to show it for you. 2 Samuel 20, 22. Then the woman went to all the people with her wise advice, and they cut, they cut off the head of Sheba, son of Bacri, and threw it to Joab. So he sounded the trumpet, and this man left the city. Won't he do it? He said he would. She connected with her network. Like my mother and the women, they, she had a network. She was connected to the network administrator 
who could shut it all down. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, a legacy of prayer. Their prayers covered me, they covered us. When they would take out the blessed oil, when they would take get in the, the prayer closet, anybody see War Room? They get in that prayer closet and get it done. Praying women. So when people would call and say, Mother, pray for my grandchildren. Pray for my marriage. Pray for my mind. Pray for my job. My child is going overseas. Pray. I, I didn't realize at the time, but they were showing us that the prayer is the key that unlocks any door, even if they couldn't get there. They were praying women, and they activated their network. And the Bible says that Christ, what he did, I can do. I can do that and some more stuff. I have, net, I have access to the same network, to the same power. I have access. You have access. Hmm. And we're passed to call that on, that legacy, pass that on, not just for our bloodline, but for others. We have to show Generation Z that God is calling them to a standard. They are royal, they are priestly, and they will stand apart. They will seem peculiar to other people, but that's okay. So it's been, it has taken time and prayer. But when I get the call, some of the elders have gone on, but they taught me. Oh, I know how to pray now. Didn't always know. But I called my husband. I said, baby, come and join me in prayer, because I just got a call. And bring with you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's my husband. And he'll stand, and he will bring with him who's, who he is teaching in prayer. But it, my network includes women and generation Z, young ladies in school. My network, I call them, I say, sisters, come on. I got some prayers about HR. I got some prayers about the Hispanic uh, ministry. I got some prayers for some young people coming in. I got some prayers for some grandmothers, some people who just need them prayers. I got some law enforcement prayers. I need y'all to stand with me. I need a network of praying people. Come and stand with me. That is what I would say, but not just the women. I got the young people too. And then my young people, they stay woke. They stay woke. They push because we teach them. And they slay at school. They slay at work. They slay at Bible study. They slay with their friends on the ball court. They balling and slaying for Jesus. I got a network, and I thank God for that. And then my outer fortification, my husband will call the men iron sharpens iron. Where my brother's at? They will come and stand with us in prayer. This is what my grandmother taught me. This is what I understand. It's not just me. You call me, Sister Chubb. Will you pray for me? Oh, you get the whole thing. You get the whole thing. Plus some more. I want to thank God for what he's doing. 
I'm telling you right now, as I close, God will do it. Push. Push. Activate. Build your network. Sister Chubb, I don't have a network. Guess what? We have a network that we would love to share with you. We have a network right here. We will build you. We will show you. We will, what's my purpose? Glad you asked. Come on out. Meet us online. Did I always have a network? No, I had to learn. I had to grow. My mama didn't push me out, and I knew. No. I'm going to have three prayers. I thank you. My network is going to go back. And they're going to be in their seats, and they're going to be praying. God bless y'all. I wanted y'all to see. I got a network. I'm going to call my pastor, and there are three prayers that we're going to pray. One for those who need salvation. I want, um, I want to thank God for the media people. Cousin B, love you, man. If you could give me the last slide. I need you to understand uh, the, the second to the, la the, the, la the last one. That one. I want you to see John 3, 16 through 18, when it talks about, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. So we're going to pray a prayer of salvation. That's one prayer. I'm going to pray for the people who are already saved, but they just need strength for the journey. And then pastor's going to come and pray for the mothers. It's not going to be long. You're not going to miss your reservation. I'm done. Let's pray. If you stand to your feet with me, I, I thank God for you. Close your eyes. I promise I will not embarrass you. The prayer is this. Father God, for those people who do not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, we pray right now that you would minister to them, that they would accept you. And as we say this short prayer, everyone together, that those who accept you for the first time will meet me, will meet pastor, will go to the information desk and say that they've given their life to you. Here's the prayer that we're all saying. Father God, your word says, your word says, that if I believe in Jesus, that if I believe in Jesus, I give my heart to the Lord, I believe that you will receive me. Father, I give my heart to you right now. I give my heart to you right now. Everything that's mine, everything that's mine is, yours. is yours. It is in the mighty and matchless, matchless name of Jesus that I surrender all. Amen. Look at me. God bless you. Let's clap hands. I want to welcome those who accepted Christ for the very first time. Make sure you find us and let us know for giving your life to Christ. You can go ahead and have a seat. I'm going to pray for the people who need strength for the journey. Father God, I ask you for those people who are saved but they're struggling. Minister to them right now. It's in Jesus' name that they connect to your network. We thank you. We praise you. God bless you. We, your children, surrender.
Amen. Pastor? Amen and amen. You may be seated just for a moment. I just want all the mothers to please stand, all the mothers. Will you please stand everywhere you are? You see this beautiful looking crowd of ladies. Amen. We honor you today. We appreciate you every day. And before we leave here this morning, we want to pray for you. We're not laying hands on one another, but though these ladies who are standing, all the rest of us, I just just want you to stretch your hand toward them wherever they are all across this congregation and let's pray a blessing over our mothers together will you help me pray right now pray out loud dear lord we pray in the name of christ that you will rest your hand in your favor upon every single lady in this building every single mother represented here in this facility and those watching through the broadcast. We pray, God, that you will bless them and bless them indeed. We pray, God, that you will enlarge their territories. Let the hand of the Lord God be upon them, go before them and make their path straight in the way that you would have them to go. Let your word, almighty God, serve as a lamp to their feet and a light to their path all the days of their lives. Bless them, bless their children, and their children's children for a thousand generations. God, we pray your favor be upon them, that your goodness go before them, and God, that you will provide for every single need that you know they have in their life. We're praying today for physical healing. We're praying today for emotional healing. We're praying today for your grace and forgiveness where they have failed you, for we all have done the same. We ask you, Lord, to gird them with your spirit, empower them with your anointing, to serve as the beacon of light, O oh God, in this lost and dying world in which we are living in, that they will shine their light for Jesus Christ all the days of their lives. Bless them with your favor. Smile down upon them. We thank you for them today as we hold them up to you right now. In the blessed, glorious, mighty name of Jesus, we pray these things together. And the church family said, amen. Can we give our mothers one more great big hand clap of appreciation today? Aren't you thankful for mom today? We are so thankful for you. Thank you for all that you do, all that you are and all that you represent to us. Now everybody else, please stand. We're gonna pray this, this, this dismissal prayer today. Know everybody's got plans. Hey, love on your mom today. Do it every day, but especially today. Show her that you love her. Tell her what she means to you. Because understand, taking from someone whose mother has gone on to glory, they're not always gonna be here on this earth. So while they're here, make sure you let them know how much they mean to you and how much that you love them today. Let the church pray this dismissal prayer. Dear God, we ask you to go with us today. Lord, we pray your blessings carry on. 
beyond this facility. Let your presence, oh God, abide in every heart, every life. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost break every yoke that the enemy tries to bind us with. Let us walk in the freedom and the holiness and the liberty of the Spirit of God that lives and reigns in our lives. Thank you for our mothers. Bless them today as we leave this place. In Jesus' name, we ask these things together. And the church said, Amen and Amen. We want to, first of all, while everybody stays put, we would like to give the mothers first opportunity to make their way out. We have something we want to give to you. We have flowers that we're wanting to pass out to you as you make your way out. We're going to do it in the safest way we know how to do it, being COVID conscious, but we want our moms to go first. So if we can allow our mothers to go first. 